Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. It is Super Bowl 56 recap day. The season is over. The L.A. Rams are champs, so congratulations to those waking up, uh, nursing a hangover, trying to figure out how you're going to get out of uh, having to celebrate St. Uh, Valentine's Day on the uh, on the blowtorch. AM570 LA Sports. I know, uh, Brady, you witnessed it firsthand. I mean, the diehard Rams fan base out here. Just crazy, uh, these Rams fans. Just really love their team, man. I've it's, never uh, seen, and I think Petra said this last week, like LA is one of those cities that's big enough where it can literally absorb a major sporting event. It, it felt like that. I mean, it felt like it, it was just – it had a different vibe to it. I don't know if, has, if it has to do with the, the COVID restrictions and, and the way California handles it as compared to other places or, or even just the perception of it. I think that may have hurt, too, people wanting to, to fly in for it, even though I feel like there was a fair amount of Cincinnati Bengals fans who did come in for the game, but just had a different vibe to it. Man, the mayor of L.A. must have been – I mean, must have almost passed out at some point yesterday, holding his breath that long without the mask. You're on. so funny yeah. for that. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm looking out for his health. I think the city would have. I think the city would have had a better situation if it were two away teams. I, I think so. I, I, I think this is one of those places that there are a lot of things to do. I mean, there's beaches that surround L.A. on every side. From Seal Beach to Manhattan Beach to Redondo Beach to to Newport Beach, like there and and the weather was beach weather. So I'll tell you like this: technology is is great in some cases, and maybe it isn't in others, depending on what side you fall on. Because most people were probably watching from a mobile device if they were watching at all. Like, I'm going to watch, I'm going to check this out from a mobile device from where I want to be, especially if I'm from here. Because if you're from here, you know that this this past week was what? That that represented like the literal first change of weather for us out here. Us, us spoiled by great weather is getting what we got last week. Yeah. Right? So that was our first opportunity to get good weather. I'm not, I mean, for some people, they're just not wasting it on going to NFL experiences or anything like that. They want to sit on a beach or, you know, do other things that you can do in, in a place like this. And it is spread out. It's very spread out. Uh, I felt like a tourist. Uh, you know Randy's Donuts? That It's got that big, yeah, uh, giant yeah, donut. Yeah, yeah. All right. I've Wayne's never been world, there. Right? Yeah, I, I guess. I've never been well, there. That's what made it famous. Yeah, and I've never been there. And I just thought on Saturday, you know what? I want to go see well, it. Well, that's silly. 
I look. I just went. Yeah, I just yeah, wanted I mean, to go see it. Well, that was touristy. To people were people were taking pictures. You know, uh, yeah. I I took a picture. And you dealt and you dealt with all the traffic connected to trying to get there. It wasn't that bad. Like that's really? that's the the bigger point. Like a lot of people were talking about. Man, this is going to be just a nightmare weekend. And as Brady pointed out, Petros brought it up last week. You get it, it. The idea that you know the city was going to be bombarded with all these football fans. Like it, it wasn't that bad. Even Radio Row at the media center. I mean, it, it wasn't, wasn't that yeah, bad. Yeah, it just wasn't that bad. So that's why, but traffic is always bad. Oh, a hundred percent. So that's the thing about it, and and it was bad getting into where the convention center is. Like it was bad. Uh, let's bad. go live to our. I have a thought on the traffic and the events that took place in Southern California over the last week. Insider Eddie Garcia from the latest. No, Eddie. I just wanted to, to give a little bit of a different spin on it. Maybe I went down to the NFL experience on Saturday uh, down at the convention center, and it was insane. The number of people that were at that thing really it, oh my god it was unbelievable i i went out to the car to get a poster my wife wanted signed by keenan allen she's a big chargers fan i left it in the car because i didn't want to carry it around for three hours and it took me three hours to get back into the building really yes this line stretched i was i couldn't believe it i'm texting her i'm like I don't know if I'm going to get back in in time because my and my phone's going to die and it's got my vax status on there to get back in and it was insane. So I don't for that example, it was crazy. It did uh, what day was that? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So my understanding was it was really quiet until about late Friday, Saturday, when people started coming in for the weekend for it. And obviously, you know, look with it being a home team hosting it. People were busy. You know, maybe families were like, hey, we're not going to partake in all of this until they get out of school for the week. You know, they get done with, you know, we get done with work and all that. Maybe that was part of it. I can just tell you from the whole angle of what it's been the past two years and then what it was this year, even Tampa with COVID, especially at the peak of COVID, it, it still felt I mean, you could not drive around downtown Tampa. You had a hard time getting around anywhere. It still felt like a Super Bowl. It just it didn't have that feel in L.A. Now, Eddie, uh, how many Bengals fans were there? A lot, or was it? Uh, you no, know, there they... were a lot. I was I was impressed. I've, I mean, I've never been to Cincinnati before, but that's the most Bengals fans I've ever seen in one place. That's Good for sure. them. You think any Rams fans came from St. Louis, or no? They probably skipped this trip. Still, uh, still I, bitter about their I team would, leaving. I would will be willing to bet that they skipped that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It didn't seem like I mean, maybe uh, there's a couple diehards, but yeah. Yeah, it's uh, so again, like you know, look, LA got to super next year. Where it's uh, Arizona, I think Arizona, yeah. and then Vegas, and then New Orleans. Oh man, Scottsdale next year Oof. with the, with the uh, waste management open going on. By the way, there was people on social media out there asking for the Super Bowl to push the kickoff because there was a playoff for, in that tournament. <laughs> I was like, did they want what? the Rock to talk a little longer? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, we haven't got into that yet. Oh my God, I uh, uh, come on, man. Uh, listen, I know. The NFL maybe tries to cut corners. You couldn't afford Michael Buffer. Like you had to roll out the rock. He was terrible. Uh, that was oh aw- stop. He wasn't terrible. It wasn't it was good. Different. All right. Well, I'll tell you this much. It brought it brings the light. This if you want to look like skinnier or make it appear like you've lost weight. You just make your arms as big as humanly possible. Yeah. And then it dwarfs. Then if people look at you, they're like, well, yeah, he looks like he's lost some weight. He's got a, a skinny waist. That dude's got the biggest arms maybe ever created. Uh, do you think that maybe um, he's got a little help with his physique by, uh, you know, by a little help? I mean, you know, 
Why are you the, a hater? The man? gas. You think uh, you think a little bit of the gas going on there? Little, why, are you, uh, why are you a I'm hater? I'm just asking though? the question. I mean, uh, you know, like a guy like that, his age, yeah. looking the no, it's not the kind of gas I'm talking about. Uh, little, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, some, uh, you know, help from uh, human growth hormones or uh, something like that. I mean, I'm not I don't against. Know, man. He works. He works really hard. All He's right. got like a whole elaborate setup, all that. I mean, Lizzie, yeah, I mean, credit to him. I mean, he looks great. I'm just, uh, you know, I, I'm not against HGH. I mean, at some point, I'm. I'm going to take it. Why not? Just get a, just walk around with pipes. You know what I mean, LeVar? Is that what you're doing? You're looking for the justification of doing it for yourself? Basically. You're all right. Um, we, 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 we support you. Just be responsible in doing it. That, that's about good. That. That's good. Hey, the movie Make ended. sure you consult the right people. <laughs> they, they give you the right amount, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Just make sure you're responsible. Uh, very good. Uh, all right. So let's get into uh, to this uh, discussion here uh, on uh, Fox Sports Radio. developing, you know, any type of conditions or anything well you know i mean? i, I want to ask you guys it, it, whether or not i have a legitimate claim here all right so i bet and by bet i made 27 prop bets on the super bowl yesterday <laughs> all right. now i have not gone to check how i did but i know i did not do well you lost money a hundred percent like not even like that's not even the question it's how much all right it, it's how many bets did i the worst super bowl performance i ever had betting was um the broncos seahawks uh i was convinced denver was gonna win i kept live betting i kept i mean just doubling up tripling up and i went one in 17 of my bets so i was out of 18 bets i lost 17 um we're getting close as to what happened yesterday but i feel like i've got a legitimate complaint here a missed point after a try in the game paid out plus 700 so seven to one so if you bet a hundred bucks you would win 700 by the way i don't bet anywhere close to a hundred bucks but well the rams missed the extra point because uh you know they they they, uh, oh, they no, mishandled no, no, no. it no no well did me... you see that football okay that I... okay that was a football they brought out of the box it looked as slick yeah. and shiny as can be. <laughs> yes. I feel bad for Johnny Hacker. That, yeah. It was like the Romo ball. Yes. That was the Tony Romo ball. He had the, he had the hold that it slipped out of his hands. I feel bad, so bad for Johnny Hacker in that moment. I agree. And and it, it did look like something they were going to use once, and then they were going to sell it at an auction and say, hey, look, uh, look what we got here. So they wanted to make it as pristine as possible. So they missed that point after try. So I won. Like, I bet on it, and I won. Then, and I'm not even going to name the book that I went through because I'm not trying to, you know, I've, I've got a legitimate complaint here. I might make a phone call after the show. Then I go back and check, and they're like, now the bet is pending. I'm thinking, well, what do you mean? Like, it, it already happened. And I've already been credited the money. Then they went back and took the money away and counted it as a loss. They didn't count it as a missed extra point. They said it, it, it was uh, the definition. A missed conversion attempt. Yes. What are you talking about? It's an extra point try. It, it, whether it's off the upright, wide left, wide right, kicked into the to the to the back of the long snapper, or Johnny Hecker mishandles a slick ball. No, what are we talking dude, about need, here? You need to air this book out right now because that's some BS. That is BS. That, that is some BS. Really? If, this, if this book has any credibility, they'll honor it. Because they know you'll keep betting with them. But if you don't call them out right now, man, you shouldn't bet with them any longer. I, I, that I, is absolute BS. I was legitimately pissed because I was texting Brady because I'll make these goofy bets. And I don't care if I win. I literally bet $5. Yeah. It's not, yeah. a, not a big deal at all. 
But this, I'm thinking to myself, hold on. So you're going to redesignate it as something else after you already gave me the money? And, and, I'm, and I want to look and see how many other people got screwed on this. And I, I actually, with all the prop bets that are out there, I wonder how many people get jobbed by some of these sports books who are so hammered that they don't realize what is going on. Well, I wasn't, and I knew it was happening, and I knew I was getting screwed over. I wasn't. I'm telling you, LeVar. I knew I was getting screwed out of my money. Hey, Uh, you— I was paying attention. Let me tell you something. Well, call them out then. You need to have my back. Call them out. Call them out then. (sighs) Say it. Is it Bavada? Say it. That's right. Gut up. Say it. What? Say it. Say it. Well, I think Brady might have. Bavada. Huh? There you go. Okay. Well, you and by the way, that's a reputable site. Like yeah. that is uh, Bavada. I know you're probably not oh. listening, but we're gonna we're gonna at you on on social media. We're gonna try to create a, a campaign to take you down. All right. Unbelievable. And you got competition. There's all sorts of books coming. Why, in this why business. would you guys do that to to Jonas? Yeah. I mean, honestly, Sheep. you chose the Sheep. wrong one this time, rap bastards. Seriously. You know what I mean. I mean, he's smart about what he does. Yeah, Are you not paying it. attention? Have you, have you not listened to the last 10 minutes of the show? <laughs> Bunch of crap. All right. Um, it is uh, two uh, pros. It's hey, hey, all seriousness, though. Like, Make sure y'all pay that man. Yeah, I got screwed. All right. Uh, all right. It is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up next, uh, there is a, a major rumor out there in the NFL uh, that's got some legs to it. But we're going to find out the most important question of it all. Where's Jonas's money? No, it's, oh, it's the why, Brady. The why. <laughs> we'll get into that for you right here on FSR. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, it's still Jonas Berto Knox. Day. Jonas Day. <laughs> with the year on FSR. Um, all right. Uh, coming up uh, later on, uh, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now. Um, I want to know whether or not this is just out and out disrespect by a teammate. Uh, just disrespect it by is. a teammate. If you got to ask if it is, then it is. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I know which way you're going to land on it, but okay. uh, we'll get into that conversation right, here perfect. about 10 minutes from now. Um, all right. So uh, one of these stories that popped up uh, or over the course of the weekend was this this thought that Sean McVay had um, the Rams won a Super Bowl that Sean McVay would walk away, that he would, uh, you know, look at a broadcasting opportunity. And so, you know, the the rumors started to fly out there. Now, Sean McVay was asked about this uh, afterwards. Uh, this was courtesy of the NFL Network, and here's how the conversation went. There were reports out there that Sean McVay, if he wins Super Bowl 56, could walk away at age 36 from coaching. No. Is that happening? No, no. I'm, I'm so happy for this team right now. I'm so happy to be associated with it. We're going to enjoy tonight. All right, so there's a Sean McVay's response. <laughs> um, now, it's interesting, and um, I'll just say this. Brady, you had told me about this um, weeks ago. That there was this conversation that was happening, that that there was it was a possibility, and then all of a sudden uh, some of the other outlets started to report it over the weekend, uh, and then there was uh, some great feedback uh, from people that maybe didn't have the sourcing uh, who were a little bit bitter about not well, having that sourcing. It, it's the why that matters, right? <laughs> Especially if you're a local journalist or media member in the LA market and <laughs> you didn't have an inside scoop. The why is really what matters. Why would he want you know to leave the Rams and go into it? That that's the really journalistic part. 
So yeah, it's uh, very very important stuff. Um, right. It, it, so this one we talked about the Aaron Donald uh, feels like you know maybe he's looking for a, a pay raise. Um, you know if that's the case because uh, all of his so, credentials. So McVay's doing the same thing. Ooh. I mean, so everybody's using the same tactic to to get what hey, they want. Here's what I'll say: is leverage is leverage. It is. So you have to exercise it when you have it, because one, him getting paid, let's say twenty million dollars a year, all right, which would put him up there next to Bill Belichick, reportedly, maybe Pete Carroll. I'm not exactly sure. Some of the numbers are fuzzy, but the truth is, for your organization, this is this is a twofold conversation. Paying your coach does not impact your salary cap in any way. So if you feel like you've got a genius as your head coach, why wouldn't you? He's never had a losing season. He's been to, what, two Super Bowls in five years. He's won one now. I mean, why wouldn't you pay the guy top dollar to keep him? He's so valued, or at least viewed as being that valued amongst the league that you only have to bump into him. At some point in time in Los Angeles, and you can go interview for a head coaching job. Yeah. I mean, Kevin O'Connell, their OC, will now become the next head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. Cliff Kingsbury, by association, right, became the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Zach Taylor was the quarterback coach, became the, became the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, it goes on and on. So I, I, I sit here and just say to myself, like, yeah, you pay him whatever you need to to keep him to retain him, but. Those, you know, part of the reason why it came out is he's young. He's the youngest head coach to ever win a Super Bowl in NFL history. He's getting married this summer. I, I think the way he coaches, the way he works, he'll be burnt out by the time he gets to 50, 60. And if you could go to a broadcast booth where you've got less stress involved, you're being compensated in a similar light, and you can go focus on still the game of football, but in a different way, a la what John Gruden did, which I think McVay would be a you know, home run, grand slam for any, for any network. But if you could go do that, maybe it makes sense for him. He could do it for 10 years, and he'd still be viewed as a young coach in the NFL at 46 years old, and he's already won a Super Bowl and been to two. It's not like his reputation would be tarnished in any way. Ah. <sighs> Romo makes $17.5 million a year. If you're McVeigh and a network calls you offering you 18, million, mean, it's just I'm good out. to have, it's good to have ten, options. Ten, 10 years, $18 million or north of that. How do you say no? 100%. To, by the way, they, there's no offsets with some of these TV contracts. So when you say guaranteed money, it's guaranteed yeah, money. They got to pay you. They don't. And, and, and I would you. imagine. Maybe Stan Kroenke would sign up Sean McVay to a lifetime contract or a 10-year deal, right? I'm sure he would look at it, but I, I mean, that would, be my, that would be my counter is like, look, this, if this network's going to pay me for a 10-year contract, 18 million, 20 million, you, you got to come match that for me to do this for the next decade. Oof. I mean, like you said, leverage is leverage. I mean, if that's, I mean, get it, get it the way you can get it. I, I I don't know. I I think if I'm McVay and and I just delivered I just delivered this town a Super Bowl, your your value is definitely high. If I'm Cronky, I'm looking at the value that he's brought to the situation. I mean, imagine everything that you brought up earlier in terms of him having to pay 
pay out what he's had to pay out to be where they are right now. What would be the best case scenario if you're the ownership uh, and the people that are running the, the Los Angeles Rams? It would be what just took place last night. Right. And and so to me, the value, I mean, the value you have to say in, in the largest media market, the largest funded market for media in the country, your home team just delivered a win in the stadium. That alone, you got to start. If I'm if I'm the decision makers up front, you got to start thinking about what is the value of that, and what is the reward that is is kind of I don't know that you balance out with what you're. I mean, because you got to believe the amount of money that they probably generated by doing what they've done versus what they would have generated if if the Rams didn't succeed the way that they did is probably vastly, vastly very different. You know, and, and that has to be taken into consideration. This doesn't feel like it's a dynasty, right? Like this no, feels like they got like one. Um, like had Cincinnati won or like when Kansas City got the first one, it was like, okay, this could be right. the first of many based on how they're built, their youth and all that. This feels like – Look, they got a bunch of guys who are coming in. It doesn't feel like not a dynasty, though, because you got the the best player in all of football on your team, and and you have weapons. And, and again, you'll probably get Woods back next year. Uh, obviously, it's a sad situation for, for OBJ, but you get an offseason to try to figure out how to, to get that production out of it. They're a, they're a well-built team. Yeah, I, they're a well-built team, but well, like Brady said, they just have to be able to 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 get with some of these contracts that are coming up. So maybe if there was a time to leave, if he was going to leave, if Sean McGregor was going to entertain it, it would be now, based right. on where they're at and what the future looks like, and, and his demand is never going to be higher. And, and by the way, unless there he is, does it again, right? Yeah, which would be it would be hard to think. I mean, you got to figure out Von Miller. If Donald retires, that that hurts tremendously. Beckham, we don't know the severity of the knee injury, but given the timing of it, that'll impact next season. You know, you look at guys like Austin Corbett, Brian Allen, um, you know, No Boom, who, who I don't believe was a part of this one, but they've got a number of offensive linemen who are unrestricted free agents. And by the way, Whitworth is probably going to retire. You know, we, we tend to forget, like, he did a, a hell of a job. Even the sack that Trey Hendrickson got early in the game, that wasn't on him. You know, Akers knocked him off. You know, with the way he really was running, it allowed Hendrickson to get that sack. So, uh, but that's another player that that's going to end up, you know, either probably retiring and moving on. There's just there's a lot of things that you got to make decisions on. And on top of that, they might lose some of the staff to Kevin O'Connell bringing those guys with them to Minnesota. I just I, I kind of wonder. I mean, Raheem Morris would make the most sense to me to slide up into that head coaching spot if McVay left. I think they'd be in great hands. So there's there's no real reason to panic. It's just, you know, can they figure out how to run this thing back and bring everyone back? Or, or does the Sean McVay look at how things worked out for the Tampa Bay Bucks this year and go, yeah, we could try to run it back, but what happens if we don't? Is there still going to be that desire for me, which it probably would be, but a year from now, if we can't repeat or if, if we can't make it back to this point? I mean, the fact that he's already that this is even out there or the fact that it's even, you know, a possibility or and he even, you know, threw it out when they were asking him over the weekend. I think it might have been Friday. And his his comment was along the lines of 
absolutely no chance I'll be coaching as long as Bill Belichick uh, does. There's there's no chance whatsoever. Um, and he talked about his, you know, his, seeing his dad and his relationship with his grandpa and his grandpa was so involved with football and how much time it took away from him. Like, this does feel like... I think there's a real possibility he could walk away. And at 36, look, John Madden walked away at 42. He got a Super Bowl. He walked away. And he was still involved in football for the rest of his life and, and built a legendary career beyond that. Sean Bovey could walk away at 36, get hired by ESPN to do Monday Night Football, and he could be in broadcasting as long as he wants. And then if an opportunity comes back up, he'll, he'll be hired on the spot or, or at least you know for, be able to pick and choose where he wants to go in the NFL. And, I just think it makes too much sense. And by the way, it, it doesn't exclude Stan Kroenke and the Los Angeles Rams from hiring him back. Yeah. We saw that with the Raiders. Yeah. So you've got an example of that. Like people, well, why would you want to leave now to go do something else? Well, maybe it's a personal decision. And maybe professionally, he can still come back to that very similar to what Gruden did. Uh, and, and I would be willing to imagine he doesn't send out the same types of emails that John Gruden uh, we, we used to send out. I mean, oh, just, wow. I'm throwing well, that out there. And also, he did. Uh, he was part of that Washington staff, so he probably knows. Uh, had to steer clear from uh, that organization at this point. You know, like he, he's been there. He understands uh, how that all works. Right. So right. Um, now. <laughs> Uh, geez, it's just uh, unbelievable. Um, I would ask you guys this. Um, Evan McPherson staying on the field at halftime to watch the halftime show and not being in the locker room with his teammates. How does that land with everybody? I mean, it's it, an all-timer. Like, he's a gangster, dude. He, I mean, because here's if you're Zach Taylor, the guy hasn't missed all postseason, didn't miss in this game. If you're Zach Taylor and you're like, yeah, that's what he needs to do to keep his, his vibe or whatever it is, like, what are you going to say? He's a kicker. It's not like he needs to go in there for any adjustments. Correct. And, Correct. And, and, you know, we assume they'll be back to the Super Bowl. We don't know that. So I, I actually think it was one of the funnier, cooler things that you're kind of like, all right, that just – it kind of goes to show you, too, this, that's how this team is. Like, that was a very, very loose team all year long, uh, and, and, and that's the epitome of that. Uh <laughs> All right, so the idea of going, as, as Brady mentioned, the idea of halftime adjustments is generally very, very specific. You have two different sides of the locker room, all right? One is the offensive side, one is the defensive side, and it's very, very intense the way that the coaches try to come in and give you the adjustments or talk to you about what's going on within that small period of time. A lot of times you will see specialists or anybody that doesn't really play or to to me whatever it may be, they generally congregate in in the training room. They'll get out of the way or they'll be standing yeah. out in the hallway, like well, because they go out earlier anyway. They go out earlier anyway, and and so for him to stick around and be able to say to his kids and and as he gets older that he stood around and and saw you know that performance with with those iconic figures. I mean, it, it it does continue to drive home the point that <laughs> they aren't as as they're not full football players. They they don't go in the category. <laughs> they're not. And, and I know that's dangerous. That's dangerous in in this day and age because I could get canceled out. <laughs> so I'm gonna just leave it at that. But I'm just, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just the kickers union's hey, gonna come after. I mean, what, they what, might. What are what aren't they, Levar? What aren't they? They're yeah. they're not people. Yeah. Hey, there it is. Yeah. Yes. Come on, man. You baited me all the way into it, and I went right there. Hold your real. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so the idea of it is, is that 
The only way that would have mattered is if he had missed. And that's, that's the bottom line of it. Like, it's all fun and games until he misses. I, I kind of think, though, you should be in there with your teammates. E- e- like, even yeah, though. They're not looking for like, him. They don't care. Yeah, they're not looking for him. They don't care. Yeah, but you don't think there's there's one or two teammates who see this afterwards as so we're in there at the Super Bowl and you don't want to be with us. You want to go. You want to. If there that's and watch. your biggest. If you're one of those starters on offense he, or defense or even on special teams. Yeah. You're not if that's your main focus, then you guys are in trouble. Here's what I'll say. So the halftime pregames obviously are longer than they normally are for the players, right? And I remember talking to Russell Wilson about this. He said, I was told by older veteran guy who'd been before when we went to the first one to literally go take everything off, go shower, go get taped again, and like start it over. It's so long you have time to do that. And so that was like that was what he ended up doing. I wonder if he was like, it's such a long halftime. I'd rather stay out on the field and get warmed up, which you can't obviously tell, but with the majority of the performance being on the actual field of play, I'm sure he had enough room on the sidelines to kind of stay loose, go through another routine to warm up. I wonder if that was part of it. We make a big deal like, oh, he's going to sit there and watch. I wonder how much he actually sat there and watched or how much he was warming himself back up, stretching out, maybe even starting to go through his, his routine of kicking to get going again. Because it's, it's, just, it's just an abnormal you know, scenario with how long they're actually sitting there. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Did it, does it matter to you one way or another if he was in the locker room no, or not? No. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> just you do your even, job. Yeah, you didn't even have to try to do find that reasoning, and it didn't I, matter to me. Like, just, I don't care if, if, he, if he left the stadium. Ball. I don't care if he left the stadium to go play some bets you got and some came five back five guys in. and came back. You yeah, I, mean? I don't care. As long as you hit your kits, kicks, do whatever you want. Give wow. me some of them fries, but you better make this kick, bro. Wow. You went five guys not in and out in a game in L.A.? Wow. Yeah, I'll say this much, man. In and out for the price is hard to beat. That is that is really economical. I can't believe the lines at In and Out. Like every every time I drive by one, it's all the time. Every time, like at at some point, the fries get cold immediately. Let's go live to our. I have a thought on the fries at In and Out and a drive-through insider lead to lap latest. Lee, you talk about the length of the lines. I've actually been coming from an establishment with food. And stopped in the in and out the one time I saw that it was a short line. I was like, well, I got to take advantage. Yeah, you that have to. That is You're also- insane yeah. what you just said out of your mouth. <laughs> you got to take advantage when you see the short line. But Lee, you already had food, though. I, I am perplexed as to what it is. That you got to get just- the animal fries, though. Yeah, yeah, but he already had food. He's hoarding food. You got to get your fries cooked well yeah. is what you have to do. You have to ask for them to cook them well and you got to do animal style for and, us and animal style yeah, yeah, pretty good what, i'm still back to being repulsed by what, <laughs> what lee just said lee you are a foul individual i stopped that's to why he's it. always passing gas just because roberto teed up his own fart drop there that's the only and, reason and, he made that line and what did you he wanted to hit the fart drop what did you get did you get <laughs> did you get enough for everybody or did you just get it for yourself Oh, just for myself. And yeah. I think I gave that yeah. food to somebody else. And then what exactly did you get? Like, what was what was your, your choice? I think it was like a chicken teriyaki bowl. I gave I put that in the fridge, ate my In-N-Out, and ate the so, chicken teriyaki So, and that was my later. next question. So, did you trade on the first one that you bought? 
and go with the in and out, and oh, which you is got, the answer was yes. Oh, yeah, I ate the in and out. Wow. He's got problems, man. He got loyalty issues, too, he does. Doc. <laughs> he does. He does. I Tell me about I it. I hope your people are listening to this. Like, he's exposing himself at 542, <laughs> 842 on Eastern Standard Time as he to is. how disloyal this dude is. Oh, like, my God. You couldn't even commit to what it is that you had originally went to get. Yeah. Wow. So, and by the way, uh, Roberto, I mean, so he he throws the teriyaki ball in the fridge. I mean, we're going to let that slide, huh? I mean, we're going to let, uh, you know. T- Racist. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I will say this, though. To your defense, you can reheat a teriyaki bowl and it still be quality eating. Can't do that with In-N-Out. You can't do that with no, In-N-Out. you can't. Once, once it's gone, once the thrill is gone from in and out, it's yeah. gone. Yeah, but yeah. Um, don't bury the lead. The guy ordered food twice. I mean, that's... that's It's called a bang bang. Yeah. <laughs> that's unbelievable. Okay. That's called, uh, two, that's called a, 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 a mono slag. <laughs> <laughs> two pros and a cup of gel, Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next, it is time for the BQ News. Uh, we're gonna mono put a, Bob. We're going to put a bow on this bad boy right Jeez. here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on FSR. If you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com after we go off the air. We will be back on the air tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. Right now, though, it's time for something we do on the show every single day at this time, and it's called this. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. All right, what do we got? <laughs> well, one Rams player had to rush to the hospital right after the game. No, he wasn't injured. Wide receiver Van Jefferson, him and uh, his, his, I believe his wife, uh, or at least I guess the, the mother of his child, they, yes. they had a baby boy. So they had oh, a congrats. little baby boy. So how cool is that? He gets a Super Bowl ring, played a big impact when OBJ went down and now gets to welcome an addition to their family. And uh, most importantly, uh, on the subject of uh, Jefferson, he had over two and a half catches, yes. <laughs> which was uh, important for a lot of people out there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, just uh, want to point that uh, out. Uh, uh, okay. What, what else we got? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, while most people were watching the Super Bowl and choosing sides, whether you wanted the Bengals or the Rams to win, uh, there's a community of, well, Let's just call them bird watchers, people who enjoy birds, who considered it the superb owl time. And and this is the, the season where, you know, you get a decent amount of mating and owls trying to protect their territory. So there was a little social media campaign for those who are uh, big bird advocates for the superb owl uh, time. What? I know. I, Interesting. Uh, they'd rather do that than watch the Super Bowl? Yes. Oh, so they're losers. And it's 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 really a it's it's I mean, kind it's of a an pun. amazing owl. 
You know, when you take the B from bowl, put it with at the end of super, now it makes superb. I mean, see, yeah. Come on, like I, I yeah. get it. Look, the Tootsie Roll owl was a cool owl. I mean, we don't need to. You don't need a to miss one. You, you don't <laughs> two, two, three, 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 three licks. licks to get to the center of the Tootsie Roll Tootsie Pop. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, listen, uh, you know, we're all over the place. Uh, I just don't understand. Why would you want to miss the Super Bowl to go watch some damn bird? Because you didn't want to watch the Super Bowl okay, in the first we'll, place. We'll get a life <laughs> yeah. and watch the Super Bowl. You're more into uh, owl watching. Yeah. Yes. Come yeah. on, man. By the way, owls are gnarly. Have you ever seen an owl when it hunts at night? Oh, nasty things. Yeah. yeah they, like, they, uh, like we had an owl pick up our cat and drop it on a chain link fence when we were younger. Yeah. Literally swooped down, picked it up, uh, and, and ended up, uh, couldn't get away with it, dropped it, and yeah. landed on the chain link fence. Did the, the cat survived. live? Yeah, uh, it did about say, Did it land on its feet on the chain uh, link fence? <laughs> it, it doesn't matter if it did or not. It still uh, came away banged up. Yeah. Cats always land on their feet. But go ahead, go ahead, Q. They do. Uh, moving on from Superb Owl Sunday uh, to Valentine's Day today. But do you actually know there's uh, there's some countries who don't celebrate Valentine's Day uh, because of its Christian origin? Uh, there's certain countries that don't. So Malaysia, Iran, Uzbekistan, I Pakistan, Malaysia. India, and oh, Indonesia, oh. just to name a few. I they they a do not celebrate or honor <laughs> Valentine's Day. What did you say, Laura? <laughs> <laughs> Those all sound like people I know from back yeah, around the way. Indonesia, do. I know, I know who that is. I know yeah, him. Yeah, they, they, they don't celebrate. Do. He definitely um, don't celebrate uh, Valentine's I, Day. You got, you guys got. Uh, you be, you gonna celebrate Valentine's Day, Brady? You got I, something lined up? Or? I got no. I got my wife some flowers. I got my little girls a flower. I got my mama some flowers. So we oh, we celebrate so nice. it to a degree. I yeah. am horrible. Yeah. What are you getting, Lavar? Uh, I'm gonna do, gonna do something nice. Yeah. I just haven't already done it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I haven't done it yet. I will do it this morning, though. Good. If something's open. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a gas station, <laughs> and it might be a plastic <laughs> rose for all my, my girls. A little Seven Eleven roses? It's the thought that oh, matters. Jonas, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll let her. Look, uh, he's going to wait until the, the show goes off. No, listen. Here I, we go. I am, I am a Casanova. Here we I am go. A romantic guy. <laughs> Say and, it. Um, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to. Uh, Say gonna, it. I'm going to let her look at me for a couple seconds. Goodbye. Like, Goodbye. <laughs> what? Goodbye. Levar, it's the, uh, no, it's, it's it's the thought that counts. I'm You're awful. Awful. I'm going to go play with myself today. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 